We, we've all known this crisis are coming for years and years and years. The lack of planning is starting to take its toll now. The man in the street is tired mm. of what they've had to face. They're tired of, of, of reading about corruption. We need to be in an environment that is conducive to good business. on current issues facing South Africans on a day-to-day basis. Today we're joined by Norman Rod, our CEO of Roll Auctions and Sales, a businessman, entrepreneur, obviously um, property stalwart, you've got years and years of experience. Welcome, we'd like your opinion and your take on some of these things that we're facing um, today. So um, yeah, Norman, should we dive right in and and do this? Thank you, I'm ready for you. Okay, cool. So, obviously there's a whole series of challenges that we're facing, um, globally and locally. Um, What would you say are the biggest ones facing South Africans currently? I don't think you have to be too bright to work that one out. (laughs) I think our biggest challenge is um, economic policies and our government um, and where we've been and we're not doing a good enough job to get us out of that. You know, we've faced some difficult times before COVID. Yeah. We've had an ESCOM crisis, which is bringing the country and the economy to its knees. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, in the property sector, we need to be in an environment that is conducive to good business. And right now, we're not in that environment. And people are not sure when it's going to end, if there's going to be corrected, or if there's a positive path that the existing government is going to take. Mm. Um, I think they've lost favour with a lot of the people, the normal citizens. Yeah. Um, interest rates have gone up. Um, the rand is sitting in the dumps. Yeah. We are looking at uh, generators, fuel prices have gone up, the rand has crashed. We, we've all known this crisis are coming for years and years and years, and it seems to be they talk and talk and talk, and they chat and chat and chat, but nothing ever actually comes to fruition. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I, I'm not in government. Yeah, you know, so you're I'm a private pri- person. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not privy to what's going on there, but I think obviously, I think the lack of planning over the years, the many years, the last 20, 25 years, the lack of planning is starting to take its toll now. Yeah. I don't think there's been really any concerted effort or will to make sure that we have a runway that is going to be conducive to a great economy and good business platform where people can can survive and do well and grow and continuous growth. growth. Yeah. And how do you feel um, these little coalition parties that are currently doing the mayoral races you know, on a provincial level, how is that impacting business and the ability to make decisions and run our cities and our, you know, our metros? So myself and I think the average citizen don't really care who runs the country. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is not against one particular party. Mm. I think... We just want who's ever in charge to do what's right. So if the coalition parties get into power and they are able to make a change for the better, turnaround, we yeah. support it. doesn't yeah. matter who they are. Yeah. We want change. We want a good, conducive environment with which we can work and do business. Yeah. Um, the man on the street is tired. 
Mm. of what they've had to face. They're tired of, of, of reading about corruption. They're tired mm. of about reading about the, where the ESCOM and it hasn't got a solution for us and there's going to be continued blackouts and indefinitely. There's no certainty of when this is going to end. Yeah. So I think all we want is change. For and hopefully we'll get change from newer coalitions that have got the, the good intentions of our country to be progressive and to do well in the future. Do you think we're not too far down the road in terms of the load shedding? You know, what, what I know Dorator um, in his carte blanche interview said, look, the, it's inevitable we're going to have this two-week blackout, you know, while they try and switch us back on. Um, are we too far gone? So, again, I'm not an electrical engineer <laughs> and I don't sit in that boardroom. Do you and, keep your finger on the pulse? But um, whatever it is, it is, and hopefully we don't get to that stage. Um, but it's had a massive effect Mm-hmm. on our industry and on our country and on the property market and just the people's daily lives mm-hmm. and having, on the economy. Having said that, as in the commercial space, what would your advice be to landlords and owners in terms of this load shedding that's going to be yeah. here and probably going to get worse? So I'll, I'll get to that. Just yeah. on the previous question, mm-hmm. I think South Africans are resilient. Yeah. And a lot of us South Africans don't have anywhere to go. We're here to stay and we want to make a plan. We're dealing with unfortunate circumstances, which I think is um, a bit unfair Mm. um, and due to the ill planning. And uh, we're looking for leadership to take us out of this. Uh, Right now, we're not there. Mm. I think the property market has been one of the industries that has been the most greatly affected across the board because we all rely heavily on the ability to to perform and that's our tenants yeah. they need to have power they need to be able to operate they need to have the industry needs power they yeah. all occupy properties the investment side people don't want to invest they have a reluctance to invest because they're not sure if they invest in something that they may not get a return on Correct. Yeah. the cost or the burden of having to put solar um, to make sure that your lights are on the cost of uh, fuel for the generator yeah. uh, there's someone to man the generator someone to deliver service fuel. it yeah. um, so those are all extra costs, costs taxes to our business that we weren't prepared for and ready for and I think across the industry um, it's had a negative effect on property I mean whatever you made before whatever return that there was before you're getting less today yeah simply because you're having to fork out more yeah. and take a higher risk I suppose in terms of property yeah. and that's we haven't even got to the increased rates yes. on the property. So, <laughs> you know, I, I, find, I find it like, like quite crazy that when your rates accounts uh, go up and the property prices across the board have come down. Come down so if we look yeah. at real value valuations, real-time valuations across the last decade, you'll find that property prices have come down in real terms, not in relative terms. Yeah. Uh, the property prices that were valued in 2013 to 15, I would say, are cheaper on a lot of properties than they are today. Yeah. Yet the rates have gone up every five years. So um, I'm trying to work out where they get their calculation. <laughs> Is it just uh, we need more taxes, we need, we need more, money, more money, let's put the yeah. prices up. 
because it's not good for the property investor or the industry because less people want to invest. Of course. Less people want to um, invest and make their properties better. Yeah. Uh, and, and that just makes the, the investment pool smaller and chases people away from the industry. So we, we try to navigate this process with council and obviously the powers that be need to realize that it's having a more negative effect on, effect on the economy. More people are being um, let off or saying, yeah. listen, we can't afford to keep any more staff or this amount of staff because the increased cost of running our business or running the property, yeah. and property is a business, you know. Absolutely. And they, they have it to let people go. That's quite sad. <laughs> Unemployment's going up. Up, yeah. And they're asking us business to increase uh, and to re-employ and to grow business, mm. but they're not giving us the platform the, or the environment with which mm. to do so. It's kind of tying your hands behind your back yeah. and going, okay, please, you know. Do you think the solution lies in private sector coming to, to the party? Well, it's always uh, been there, and yeah. that has been the answer. I don't think... Um, they know what they're doing. I don't think they have the ability to turn this around without getting the private sector involved. Yeah. You know? um, the private sector needs to be given the the mandate to go and take over industry that the government's failed. Mm. I mean, we saw the struggle of SAA. We saw, yeah. you know, there's so many of of these parastatals have just failed. Mm. And I think the private sector, I think we all agree, will do a much better job. Um, hopefully, um, when that time comes, it won't be too late. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, in the olden days, I think you used to get into business to make money. I think a lot of the people are getting into government to make money. Yeah. And uh, I think that's got to change. Okay, I agree with you. And then what sort of trends are we seeing coming out of the commercial real estate space in terms of, you know, what's popular in terms of purchase, leasing, owner-occupy, industrial, retail? Um, and are these also being driven by these key influences within South Africa? So there's been a definite change in industry across the world with regards to logistics, yeah. um, online purchasing. So we've seen a massive increase in demand for industrial warehousing in space and logistics companies popping up here and doing well and capitalizing and that continues to grow so the industrial sector has done well over this last period the rentals are going up yeah. um, we've seen the neighborhood shopping centers um, weather the storm over COVID and continue to to be able to capitalize on the environment and and offer something to um, the area where they are um, and hold their value but on the commercial side besides the Cape Town, the Cape. Yeah. Um, I think everywhere else has seen a massive reversion in rentals and investment values with your commercial properties. You know, yeah. their the vacancies have increased tremendously, continue to do so. In Santon, I think it's over a half a million square meters of wow. vacant office space. Sure. And uh, the, it's a buyer's market. It's a, it's a tenant market. You can pick and choose if you're in the commercial space. Yeah. It is changing. It is getting better. It's starting to improve a little bit. But coming off such a low base, I mean, it's not difficult. Yeah. Um, the, the increased costs of being in business today is challenging. Yeah. So the banks are also looking at that and they're looking at your cash flow and they're looking at funding your other development. And we haven't seen much development going up around yet at all no. you know so you won't see many cranes in Santon which was I would say 10-15 years ago there was yeah. cranes all over the place Booming, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think the other 
developing area is the affordable housing. I see in those companies, um, there's obviously a demand for housing in South Africa. There's an increased demand for there's just not enough homes for the individual, the first time buyer. Yeah. Um, and they are doing very well and they're selling and there's also uh, space for them to rent. And um, for all property owners or first time buyers, you know, it's also, you know, it's not so easy to own your first property so the rentals are also the rental market's good yeah and that's for the developers you know to develop to rent that's on the app so yeah um it's it's not all doom and gloom there are pockets of hope and yeah because there's still a will for south africans to to continue with business and there's still a, a need for certain requirements in the industry yeah the banks are looking at each deal a lot more closely. Okay. Um, development land, on commercial offices. But if your 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 fundamentals are right for an investment property, then the banks will give you the money. Okay. We've seen um, a, a listed REIT go into business rescue. Um, there was predominantly government buildings um, that went through a difficult. I think the post last eight to ten years that that portfolio has been under pressure. Yeah. Um. I think it's uh, there's the, the process has ended now, but the more properties that come to the market, the more you can choose from. The less the 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 the, the increased supply, the less the demand because the buyers have got something to choose from. So Correct. These are all downward pressures on the industry. Yeah. And it's going to take us a while to get out of it. Okay. But there's still value. I mean, if a property is in the correct location, properly priced, if it represents, you know, it's true value, um, I think that there's still a place for, for buyers to pick it up. So we, we've had, um, this last auction yeah. was, uh, we had some incredible properties in stock that was brought to the market. It was a difficult auction, although there were buyers and we've sold a number of properties. Yeah. It was difficult. The auction before was very well attended, massive interest, a lot of bidding, possibly our best auction in three years um, and there are buyers out there there's still people that we can you know touch and feel and engage with and say listen you know you really want to buy properties and we'll try and make things happen for you yeah. so you know we we at the cult face of the transaction yeah. in the industry so uh, but they're looking at the properties at their new values a lot more closely yeah so just sort of pick and flip and yeah. take you know just spend money willy nilly like the <laughs> Yeah. A couple of years back. Um, and then also um, the RAND. I mean, we, we had our auction the day after the RAND hit its lowest point mm. ever, I think. <laughs> Very yeah. brave of us. Um, do you think that would have had a knock-on effect immediately at the auction or post-auction where people would be like, oh, okay, this is probably going to lead to another interest rate increase. So maybe we hesitate now and we, we wait, we play the wait-and-see game? So we've seen a massive outflow of money in the country mm. over the last five years. Yeah. Um, people have been investing offshore when it comes to property. And if anyone has taken their money offshore, um, they would have benefited. Yeah. Um, because they can bring it back now and they would have made a profit. Mm. Are they going to bring it back and invest in South Africa? I'm not so sure yeah. that the rand has reached... Um, as weak as point yet, as it, you know, yeah. before that to happen, there's got to be a lot more consistency, a lot more certainty, and a lot more needs to happen and change for the country to be in a positive light. Yeah, but it affects everyone. Mm. It affects the fuel price. 
Yeah. It affects industry inflation, uh, interest rates. We're yeah. governed by the dollar. The dollar, uh, uh, there's a sneeze around the dollar, we get yeah. the flu. <laughs> so, you know, it's not good for us, yeah. um, no matter which way you look at it, you know. Mm. And we like to believe that things will start stabilizing and there will still be some better economic and financial policies put in place to protect us uh, going forward. Do you think that will happen? If there's change in the government and in their policies, yes. Okay, cool. There are good, willing people that mm. want things to be better. Absolutely. I think for, the majority of us are praying and hoping and for ourselves for this, yeah. and for our children. Yeah. And for our investments that we have in this country. Yeah. We're all fighting to to stay. Let's basically put it that way. Um, So look, I mean, we are the rainbow nation. We are very positive people, I believe. We're very industrious. We are ingenious in certain things. Um, What advice would you give to potential investors looking to maybe get into property, not sure, um, with all this this stuff, this cloud going on around us? So I would give clients or buyers, property owners, the same advice that I'm giving myself. Um, I'm buying. Yeah. I'm looking at opportunities. Um, I'm looking at value. Um, I'm comparing existing value to replacement cost value to return value, what kind of returns we can get. Um, I think it's still a long way to go before there's some kind of real correction. And you just need to factor it in your price. Yeah. Um, I hope, that's me personally, that things will get better. Yeah. And I'm looking at this as an opportunity to 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 buy and invest in in good quality assets that I think will be around post 10 years you know I'm yeah. not looking right now and I don't think there is that opportunity to make a quick return you know Short in the term, olden days yeah. I think property is a hold it's a long-term investment mm. and I'm here looking at the right position properties and I think the client should also be doing that yeah. making sure that the cash flow services the property be able to look at a long-term gain and yield okay there you have it guys from the horse's mouth (laughs) if you need any more advice please contact Brawl Auctions and Sales specifically Norman he's got years of experience and he'll he'll steer you in the right direction that's all from us this week thank you thank you